What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Would you boo a franchise like? I thought it was insidious that they boo Russell Wilson when he came out onto the field, even before kickoff. And then when he came out for their first series, they're booing him again. And so I had a back and forth on Twitter. You might have seen it with our good friend Zig Fracassi from Sirius XM NFL Radio. And I said, why on earth would they boo Russell Wilson? How tasteless. This is the Rod Peterson. show welcome to the rp show oh man what a day i'm going to uh inform you of something you might find a little strange i'm just what's not strange is our guests coming up today from tsn montreal john lou gonna get the lowdown on the montreal canadians and the cfl's montreal alouettes that's in hour one in hour two Canada's foremost expert in the National Football League, Jim Lang, is going to be with us. Very much looking forward to that. Can we bring in from the sweatpants capital one half of this show, the co-host Darren Moose DuPont. Moose, two things are popping into my head here right now. You, you may or may not believe this. You never met in our time in Alberta. The guy that's become a very good friend of mine, Kevin Hughes. You've heard me talk about him. He's a medium. Some would call him a psychic. And you, you want to hear something, dude? I know you believe this. I know you do. He wrote me the other day when we had those internet problems, and he's like, Rod, there was a spirit buzzing around you, an unclaimed random soul. I cleared them for you. But they can cause problems with with electronics and internet. So if you noticed in uh, hour two you didn't have those problems, I cleared them for you. (laughs) You should see your (laughs) face right now. And I'm like, honestly, uh, I believe it. I believe it. I saw like John Lynch when I said, I believe it. Huh? <laughs> I can hear John saying, I believe it. I believe it to be true. Um, yeah. yeah. I, you know, I know it sounds crazy, but um, hey, we didn't have any internet problems an hour or two. No, if he did it. And so we had a few before we went to air here. So I'm thinking maybe that spirit's back. So Kevin, if you're watching, it, it maybe Serena can sage the place. That's worked before too. I know this all sounds Greek to you, but it's a thing. And another thing. Just so you know, I was watching, or I was working out this morning. <clears throat> Two things. 
Remember that day when you went into school and the teacher was like, hey, I didn't prepare anything today, so uh, you guys get caught up on homework or let's have a storytelling session for 43 minutes. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, Yeah. the teacher wasn't prepared. That's kind of what I feel like today. I'm prepared, but I've had a busy morning. Uh, So I was on the phone most of the morning. I had a very hard workout today. And Chris Sanford, he's that guy from Albany. Albany. This is the way he talks, Moose. He goes, I was watching your show the other day. I was watching your show. And how about those Giants? He's a New York Giants fan. And they beat your Titans. So he wanted to know how you're doing. And Chris said, he goes, we have only been 1-0 one time in 12 years. That's how he said it. 12 years. (laughs) So I haven't looked ahead to week two in the NFL yet. But what do the Titans have? Are they getting on track? Yeah, they're going to get back on track. I, I didn't think they played bad in, in week one. I really didn't. I thought they played pretty well. It's, you know, they had a lead going into the half. It's just they let Saquon Barkley get going. And it was two, you know, lapses, one on the 70 or 69 yard run. And then, you know, another 60 plus yard catch and, and score for uh, Sterling Shepard. So I think those two plays, they'll be okay. Giants, though, they're okay, too. So it's good week one. Yeah, well, for all of our viewers, our new viewers watching across the land on Game Plus television, whether you are in the United States of America or Canada, you're going to understand everybody wants something different. This is why we call this the Golden Corral of Sports Talk. It's a buffet. And I'm going to get to all the viewers' comments in a moment, but you know, everybody wants something different, so therefore that's why it's called the Rod Peterson Show. It's got to be what I'm interested in. And hopefully you all follow in line. Now, can you hit... Does somebody have a hand to hit the quick six show horn? Hey! Jordan's on it because producer Clark isn't here. He's in uh, Toronto watching the Blue Jays. So producer Clark's gone and Jordan's doing a great job flying the ship on his own. So this was going to be point six. I've bumped it to point one. I don't know what I was watching on television last night, but I saw something scrolling underneath the ticker and it was Giselle Bungeon speaks out on Tom Brady. I'm like, I think we got to talk about it now. Um, our studies show that we're a 37% female. We're daytime sports talk. A lot of our viewers are housewives and house husbands. I don't think that'll land me in cancel culture hell. Housewives and house husbands are home watching the show. So point six has become point one. I'm reading from eonline.com. Giselle Bunchen believes marriage is a team sport. Amid reports that she and husband Tom Brady may be on the rocks, the supermodel opened up about her role as an NFL wife and the sacrifices she has made to make their relationship work. She told Elle, the magazine Elle, in an interview published this week, I've done my part. (sighs) Okay. Do, do, Do I need to read more? She goes, I've done my part. And she goes on to say, which is to be there for Tom. I moved to Boston. I focused on creating a cocoon and a loving environment for my children to grow up in and to be there supporting him and his dream. While Giselle said she feels very fulfilled being a wife and mom to the couple's children, she admitted she's ready to start pursuing her own dreams, including environmental activism, especially in her home country of Brazil. Start the clock ticking, boys. I don't need, you clearly can tell what I think when I read that. What do you think when you hear that? 
a couple things. You, you read the line, right? I've done my part. And that's, it, that's, that's not a good sign. You know, at, at some point, those, those, those phrases, phrases, it's not my job, right? And that's good enough are two one-way tickets out of the, out the door, right? You know, those are, those are, you know, cancerous sayings, things like, Hey, I've done my part. Now, you know what? I'm done. That sounds like you're giving up. You're throwing in a towel in a relationship. I think in life, there's really no expiration date on how long you have to continue to support your significant other, how long you have to continue to stay in it and keep battling and chasing your dreams. Now, that being said, she has sacrificed, right? Being there and she deserves to chase her dreams, but supporting your husband or supporting your significant other, there is no expiration date on that. Hey, I've done my part. And I'm not doing it anymore. means you're ready to move on from the relationship. Doesn't it sound that way? And I, to be honest, for those that been around the sun a few times like me and God help you and help, hopefully Darren, you don't have to go down that road as a guy that's lived the divorce thing, been married a couple of times. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, it's start the clock ticking. And you can't even necessarily pick sides. You see where Giselle says, she says, I raised my kids. I, it's yeah. my time. And here's Tom going, I'm 45 years old and maybe playing better than ever. I can't play forever, but I can still play now. Who wins? Yeah. Nobody. There's a song called that, Nobody Wins. Radney and Foster, one of my dad's favorite bands. Nobody wins. Go listen to it. It's really good. Nobody wins. So anyways, uh, we got a lot of other points. Sorry to open it up on a downer. And I didn't really want to talk about the personal thing, but Giselle opened up about it. So here we go. Um, people, you know, we are, trust me, guys, we are going to talk about Connor Bedard. Here's today's life and business lesson as a guy that knows a little bit about branding, and that's me. You are not what you tell your customers you are. You are what your customers are telling you. So I've had a lot of viewers since I've been spending this time here in South Florida and going to college football games and going headlong into the National Football League and the Florida Panthers, people said, you better not forget about junior hockey. Trust me, I won't, because that's my first love. But we're expanding the playbook, so we'll get to the Connor Bedard and what he did last night in the Energy City, because people are writing in about it. But my first point, as we go back to the top, pinch hitter Whit Merrifield drove in two runs with a seventh-inning double. George Springer added a two-run homer, and the Toronto Blue Jays beat Tampa Bay for a double-hitter split between AL wildcard contenders. 7-2 was the final of the night game, and I was so happy because the first game was picked up on MLB Network, and it was Buck Martinez and Dan Schulman on the call. How about that? What a treat! It's yeah. like uh, the soldier in Afghanistan crawling through the, through the uh, sand and getting to see Monday Night Football on a rare, on a black and white screen. Oh, my God. It's home. <laughs> and uh, that's what I felt. And then the night game was on Bally Sports Florida. So I watched the Tampa Bay broadcast. It was nowhere near as good. But at least, and that was the win. Um, point two, Aaron Judge hit his major league leading 56th and 57th home runs of the season. Glabor Torres had a go-ahead three-run double in the 10th, and the New York Yankees held on to beat Boston 7-6. Start spreading the news. Speaking of, I'm leaving today. Point three, San Francisco. Kyle Wright earned his major league-leading 18th victory. Dansby Swanson homered and drove in three runs, and the Atlanta Braves beat San Francisco 5-1 to move 
within a half game of the first place New York Mets in the NL East. I do have to mention, I tuned into WQEE 99.1 last night, and they were running a show from like two weeks ago. Where's my bell? I think somebody stole my bell. Um, So, yeah, but that's the, they don't really care. They just like the show. doesn't need to be timely. And I feel like this Tom Brady, Giselle Bunch and stuff will stand up for a while. Again, we'll see how long. But in the absence of my belt, I'll say this. Edo Japan. Edo Japan's fast and friendly service plus online ordering options is easy and convenient when you're on the go. Moose is with me for two full segments to open the program today, so we got a lot of time to get to all these topics. So I talked to some folks in the Queen City uh, yesterday, the home of the Regina Pats Hockey Club, which, by the way, hockey's very big in Georgia, believe it or not. And I'm astounded. I came home from the World Juniors in Edmonton in our partnership with Hockey Canada, amazed at the following of Connor Bedard. Clearly all across Canada, they're tuned into this kid. But hockey fans in America are tuned on to Connor Bedard. So every time he goes to the bathroom, people want to know about it. I'm sure you saw what he did in Esteban last night. It was a neutral, so, uh, neutral site game. Regina Pats against the Swift Crown Broncos preseason game. They sold out the arena to come watch this kid. I called him for a while, Justin Bieber on skates. I think now he's Elvis. He is a 17-year-old Elvis. And uh, he, the people got what they paid for. Pats were down 2-0 after one, came back, and Bedard scored the game-tying goal in the game-winning goal. Pats win 4-2, and it all turned out nice again. That's what he does. But I did get that edict, the mandate. Coming from the top, top of the brand center, the upper echelon there. We're not trading Connor Bedard. He's not going to be traded. Cue up the Julia Roberts clip from Pretty Woman. Big mistake. Big. If they don't trade Connor Bedard. Uh, But when the owner says this is what you do, it's what you got to do. But now you see how sports has changed, Darren, from what it used to be. So I don't know what you're hearing because you're sitting there in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. I, I would hope that you're hearing the same things. I mean, I didn't. I got this from my hockey people, and I think it's a big mistake if they don't trade Connor Bedard. What do you think? Yeah, that's the narrative I've been receiving too. Is that they're not going to trade him now? You know, they got to see what they have on the ice here in the first month of the season or two, and they're going to have to make some moves because this is the year, and I think the last year of Connor Bedard. Right? He's going to get drafted first overall and probably walk right into the National Hockey League. Right. Um, unless oh, yeah. there's some concern about his size not being physically mature enough, but I don't see that being a problem. It's never been a problem his whole life. So you mm-hmm. have to think if you're going to keep him, you better ice a really competitive team. If not, he's the best junior player in the country. He probably should go to somebody contending or hosting the Memorial Cup. So, and you should get, you know, a, a Brinks truck backed up to your door and you should be set for the next four years. So, that's the opportunity that's there for the Regina Pats. Either sacrifice the future and go for it again or load up and set yourself up for the next run because this is only happens once in a lifetime. Let the hockey people do their job. Let the football people do their job. Don't start thinking you're a hockey person even though you're the owner. Don't start thinking you're a football person even though you think you're an owner. I remember everybody knows now that I was the voice of the Flames for a week until they pulled the offer. And uh, I'll never forget Ken King. When we were in Calgary, how much did Ken King's name come up? Only every day? Moose, he was the president of the team. 
And I remember him saying in one of the interviews I had with him, one of the multiple interviews I had with him, he goes, well, I'm a hockey guy now. I've been in hockey longer than I was in the newspaper business, so I guess I'm a hockey guy. I'm like, you're not a hockey guy. I didn't say it. I should have, but I thought it. Don't go thinking you're a hockey guy. You're not. Anyways, we'll kick this around a little more next segment. Um, point five, the CFL. Oh, by the way, I opened up the text line, the 902 text line. It's full of tremendous text messages from our very smart viewers. So we'll get to that next segment. Canada's Game of the Week is the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. There are only three in the CFL this week. Friday night, it's Edmonton at Sask. A Saturday doubleheader, Winnipeg at Hamilton and BC at Calgary. Uh, I, I have a sneaking suspicion what will be leading Elks and uh, Riders, and I'll check it in the break, but you can vote on that for the next 23 hours. Um, and by the way, just bring the moose back in before we break here. You're seeing how bright the light is on my face here because it's gotten dark behind me. So if we end up, I'll tell everybody that's flying the Millennium Falcon back there in the Queen City, that if we get rained out or a storm or something, Darren might have to take over. We'll <laughs> see. Looks like a storm's rolling in, the severity of which I'm not sure right now, but for now, things are great. We'll be right back. This is the warm-up. We're a little over halfway through it. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network. We're live streaming on YouTube, as always, and on the radio, 99.1 FM WQE. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 
RP show continues. And uh, I'll tell you what, the thunder rolls. Where's Garth Brooks when you need him? Um, boy, our viewers are smart. They're fantastic. And Moose, I, uh, by the way, Chris did ask my guy at the gym this morning when he's going to get to meet you. Everybody's excited to meet you down here, Moose. Okay. And you being a football guy more than me, you may you would f- probably fit in a whole lot better. Although the Latin America Hockey Tournament began this morning at 8.15 a.m. 21 countries are here, including, if I got it right, Venezuela, Nicaragua, Mexico. Yes, playing hockey. 21 countries represented. I'm, I did, I'm not going today. I'm going to Thursday because our Hockey Hall of Fame friends are going to be there Thursday. By name, Craig Campbell and Phil Pritchard. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. That's tomorrow. But football, football, football. Like, thank God, gosh, I got into the college game last year when I first started coming here because now guy comes up to me this week and he goes, so what was your biggest upset, did you think, on the weekend in college football? I'm like, duh. I had to think about it. My mind was like, because I was thinking hockey. And then I'm like, uh, Georgia Southern, Nebraska? 45-42, Georgia Southern, and got Scott Frost fired? Huh, passed the test. And one of our, one of our, Craig is watching in Calgary, Craig Drebbett, he writes in and says, um, for the game of the week, he goes, how about Texas A&M and the U? I'm like, Lord, love us. As my mom would say, (laughs) I just got around to looking at the week 15 CFL games, let alone what's going to happen in week three in college. Darren, it doesn't, it doesn't. And, dude, and I've never really delved into it to the degree that I have this. It's, it's exciting. Yeah, it's insane. Outstanding. You talk about upsets. For me, it would have been Marshall, the thundering herd, beating mm-hmm. Notre Dame on the weekend. That was Notre pretty Dame. good, too. Yes. In, yep. in Notre Dame. So I think we had a UConn fan kicking around somewhere in our chat. And uh, they played my <laughs> Michigan Wolverines this weekend, UConn. So. Ah, speaking of Notre Dame, I know that you don't have a lot of time with your gallivanting around the globe, playing, uh, doing the university football thing in tennis, but you got to watch the Manti Teo story if you haven't already on Netflix. We just finished it last I've night. Heard. Have you? You've, you've heard? Oh, my, oh, man. I've heard. I'll tell you what. I've been told to I'll watch give it. him some, I give him Mondo credit for having the sack to be interviewed in that, in that Netflix series for what happened to him, for being catfished. And to be honest with you, I shouldn't be surprised. As a certified mental health and recovery coach, you have to do that. You don't start to heal till you look the devil right in the eyes. Until you, and he did. By doing that interview, and at the end he explains why he did it. Oh, man. Watch it tonight. It's only two episodes, an hour each. Okay. Manti Tail. Poor bugger. Um, yeah. We'll get back, back to the hockey in a minute. Steven is watching in North Dakota. He says, I dream of a Bonanza steak now after that Golden Corral mention. Thanks. It's 10 degrees at the tower. I think he's talking about Tower Restaurant in Estevan. But when there's a meal at steak, it's Bonanza. I miss that place. We got what you're looking for. Arlen Bruce has written in. Arlen Bruce the third. A.B. He says, good morning, Moose and R.P. 
This is for you, Moose. When do you think Malik Willis will play and take over for number 17? Also, Teddy Bridgewater is waiting as well. Talking about some NFL quarterback position here, and uh, I'm here for it. Number one, Teddy Bridgewater is going to be waiting for a long time because he's the backup to Tua here, and Tua's rocking and rolling. Big game for them going into Baltimore this week, but I'll just say that Tua is significantly motivated because everybody thinks with Lamar Jackson not signing this contract with the Ravens, and clearly you've been following the coverage, Darren, you must. He's from Pompano Beach, Florida. That's where the beach house is, where we do the show, dude. It's like 25 miles, not even, 20 miles south of where I am right now. Lamar is from here. So people want him to play for the Dolphins. And Tua's like, um, hello, I'm the quarterback. So he's going to want to go in there and thump the Ravens. But for the original question, when does Malik Willis play? That's the drafted quarterback uh, first round, right, for the Titans this year? Yeah. When do you think he gets in? Not this year. I don't. Ryan Tannehill played really well, really clean, and he continues to play well and clean. And if he does, he'll continue to be the starter. Malik Willis has some great high-end ability, but we got a tough one, man. We're part of that doubleheader on Monday night. We got the Buffalo Bills. So this is going to be the litmus test for the Titans this year. Be a hell of a game. There's a lot of Bills fans uh, down here, by the way. And I, I will point this out, too. Now we flew through the quick six show topics, man. We did a really good job. That is the fastest 20 minutes in sports. And dare I say the best 20 minutes in sports. Um, and now we'll open it up to the viewers. And on the way, John Liu from TSN Montreal and Jim Lang, Canada's foremost NFL expert, coming up in hour two. Rick Sawatsky is watching in Martinsville, Saskatchewan, and he says, uh, Yeesh, this was actually from yesterday's show, but he goes, Roy Shivers, in my opinion, set this team back several years. So we're talking about the Canadian Football Hall of Fame induction class for 2022, which goes in this Friday night, and it includes Roy Shivers, Chip Cox, Ricky Ray, Paul McCallum, I'm not sure how the CFL could have done it better than what they did. I feel like two classes going in this year is, a, is weird, but I, they put in a class in June, and now they're putting in a class this week. But how else would you do it? I'm not sure there's any other way that they could have done it. And I will give you my take on Roy Shivers and why he did not set this franchise back, in my opinion, as a guy that had a front-row seat calling their games for the seven seasons that he was with us as general manager. But you, sir, Moose, are going to be a very big part of football this weekend. And I got a text here from both my brothers about what's going on in Sask this weekend for, what are they, is it the Prairie Challenge? Can you tell the viewers what it is? They could use some pub, I think. Yeah, they're going to have a big football weekend in Saskatchewan and Regina. And it's going to start with, you know, the Riders and Elks on Friday night. Then you're going to have a, you know, a junior football game with the, uh, I think it's the Hilltops and Thunder playing on Saturday afternoon. And then the nightcap will be the Rams and the Huskies. And that's called the U Prairie Challenge. The two schools have laid down this gauntlet against each other, which I love, where throughout the whole year, whether it's the volleyball teams playing each other, the basketball teams, the hockey teams, or the football teams, every win gives you a point. And at the end of the school year, one university will be, uh, will be crowned the winner. So this will be a lot of fun. Get that Prairie rivalry going. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool for sure. I don't know why my guy Chris Sanford keeps rattling around in my head. He's the guy from the gym this morning, the guy from Albany, New York. He's only been down here three and a half years. That's the way he says it, years. Um, 
But we're putting my number in my his number in my phone today. And his area code 518. And I said, what are your area codes 518? I go to type it in. And he's like, Albany, upstate New York. And, you know, now that you have an iPhone, you finally have joined the century and got an iPhone. When I was typing in 518, you know whose number came up? You know when you type somebody's area code in in an iPhone, yeah. all the other numbers from that area code come up? Barry Melrose and one of our regular viewers, Ryan from Saratoga, New York. I have his number in here, too. So he, Chris looks at me, he's like, Barry Melrose? You're friends with Barry Melrose? And I'm like, well, I used to be. <laughs> Got his number. But I said he came and spoke at our banquet with the Pats years ago. And honestly, he wasn't very good. So I wrote that on my website. And uh, he didn't like that, Barry. And we haven't talked since. So call it what you will. Anyways, this contact list is like, should be protected like Fort Knox, don't you think? Yeah. Like, there's numbers in yeah. here that I discovered something I didn't even know that I had. Anyways, where's Rick? Oh, the reason he brought up why Roy Shivers set this team back this is a very good point. And you understand, Darren, you're living there in the rectangle that people don't really move on from things fast. And when it comes to the football team, they really never move on from things. So he, yeah. as I look at the text string here, Rick wanted to know what went down between Shivers and Henry Burris and I, why Hen- Henry left. So I wrote him why. And so this was him saying Shiv set this team back years. So it depends on how you look at it. And for the year here, the, Roy Shivers, or the week that Roy Shivers is going into the Hall of Fame, I think it bears noting. And for our American viewers, Roy Shivers was a running back for and kick returner for the St. Louis Rams, St. Louis Cardinals, before they even were Rams, okay? And uh, Roy and I were pretty close for a long time, and by the end, not close at all. I'm starting to think it's a me problem. Anyways, he was like our third choice to be the general manager of the Rough Riders uh, in 1999. We announced it Christmas Eve 1999 that Roy Shivers was going to be the general manager of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and he hired Danny Barrett to be his head coach, who currently is the running backs coach of the Houston Texans. And they were the first ever black head coach and GM tandem in pro football. Everybody knows that, or at least in Canada. But I, I remember thinking at the time, good on Roy for coming. Nobody else wants this job. And believe me, Darren, they didn't. Nobody wanted it. Tillman for sure turned it down. I can't remember who the other guy was. Somebody will... <laughs> the more I think about it, the more upset I'm going to get here. Somebody else remind me. <laughs> Bob Ellard said this in an interview. He was the president of the Rough Riders at the time, volunteer chairman. Roy Shivers flies to Regina for an interview to be the GM of the Riders. With Bob Ellard, he's running the Riders, okay? And Ellard says to Roy on the phone, who are you, how will I know who you are when you get off the plane? Roy goes, I'll be the only black man getting off the plane. Bob Ellard didn't know Roy was black. And you're doing the hiring to be the general manager of the football team? You don't even know who these people are. So anyways, Roy gets the job, and he turned our team from the absolute laughingstock, the laughingstock of pro football. We were $3 million in debt. We had the worst field turf, uh, surface in, in football. It was pavement. We were 3-15. and 15. We didn't have a quarterback. We had nothing. And Roy's like, I'll take the job. And for that, I respect him. And he got that team into the playoffs. He signed a lot of his Calgary buddies. Stampeders people are still upset about it. 
We signed Henry Burris. We signed Eddie Davis. We signed, well, Alondra Johnson eventually, Travis Moore. (laughs) We became Calgary East, and we got in the playoffs and restored credibility to the franchise. The problem was he didn't bring in a bunch of choir boys, okay? So guys that came to the team at that time, you know, my good friend Luke Mullender, who's the color guy now, his rookie year was 2004, and Luke says, every day I walked into the locker room, there was cop cars out front coming to pick up somebody. <laughs> he goes, I just thought this was the way it was. What do I know? I'm a rookie. You know what I mean? Like there was a lot of, Welcome they had a lot of brushes. Ball. Right. They had a lot of brushes with the law back then. And as Roy Shivers would say, many charged, none prosecuted. So, depends how you look at it. But, you know, back to things. Um, We had the Travis Smith incident. Player who was playing knowingly with HIV and was charged with aggravated sexual assault for having sexual uh, relations with his partners while knowing he had HIV and not informing them. That That was a fun time in history. Um... So anyways, by the end, the relationship soured. Funny how this all ends the way we started it all, talking about Tom and Giselle. Sometimes relationships just dissolve. Nobody's to blame. They sour, and it becomes time to move on. And with that, Moose, we'll see you in hour two. Sounds good, Rob. Thanks. Thanks for listening to my stories. Uh, Do we have Jim Lang ready to go? Is Jim ready and logged in? Or it's John Liu, sorry. It's John. Sorry. Sorry, Johnny. John Liu from Montreal joins us next. It's the Rod Peterson Show. We're live on Game Plus Television across all 10 provinces and 31 states. We're also live streaming on YouTube and on the radio as well. 99.1 FM WQEE. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. The RP Show is brought to you in part by Dark Horse Bets. It's Woodbine's easy-to-use betting app that brings the excitement of live stream horse races right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Now you have the opportunity to bet on live stream horse races from around North America. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com, available for Android and Apple devices. It's always a pleasure when we're joined by TSN Montreal's John Liu, and he is here for a Habs update, but hey, John, nice to see you, my man. I watched a portion of the blowout, the Alouettes and Lions, the other night, um, looking resplendent, by the way. Can we start with the Alouettes? And they just seem so up and down, but in that game, they had total control. How did it look from your viewpoint? One of their more solid efforts of the season, for sure, Rod, uh, especially defensively, that was the best effort that they'd put in in this campaign. Uh, uh, and most certainly since uh, Noel Thorpe took over as defensive coordinator. But uh, uh, offensively, first half, they they were moving the ball. They had a sense of urgency uh, that's, uh, that put points up on the board. But second half, it was uh, they weren't able to maintain drives. And uh, so, I mean, that's been a little bit of the calling card of the offense this season. It's been inconsistent. And so they have some things to still work out in that regard. But having said that, they took advantage of a team missing Nathan Rourke and with Antonio Pipkin not being able to move the ball and Vernon Adams Jr. only having been in the Lions fold for basically a week and having to learn the playbook on the fly. um, The Alouettes did what they needed to. Um, But uh, having said that, in that 
that that mushy eastern division um uh, the fact that they're they're able to still make noise to still be in the fight potentially to even seize first place in that division speaks to the i guess the the, the imbalance in the the league as a whole uh, but having said that yeah the alouettes did show some positive signs that they needed or that they uh that they are coming together as a team but even so still not where they uh where they would need to or expect to be at this point are you on the ownership story trail at all? Are they close to, uh, like, is that settled? Or because I hear Danny machocha has got a buddy coming in to buy the team. Do you know anything about that? No, that's uh, that's been really, uh, it, it's been very cryptic, uh, just how things have shaken down with, uh, with Gary Stern, um, about what possibilities there are. It seems like that uh, uh, Mario Cicchini, the, the president of the Alouette, said that uh, at this point it doesn't appear that... Um, that Sid Spiegel's estate is interested in selling the franchise, but of course that could change. Um, obviously, circumstances are fluid, but um, but at this moment in time, there's nothing concrete. Just like I mean, what you're saying is that there's there's it, it's all in the speculative stage at the moment. But um, you know, you, you just hate to see any sort of uh, uncertainty within ownership sh- situations with for any of the franchises, but especially Montreal after uh, Mr. Wettenhall died and. You know, the league had to become the steward for the franchise temporarily until they found the Spiegel-Stern tandem. Um, but having said that, until they resolve it, it's nice to see Gary Stern back on Twitter. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that lasted long, didn't it? <laughs> Was it a week? Yeah. Uh, maybe two weeks. Um, yeah, yeah with no, no explanation as to why he sort of took a hiatus, but uh, we're just glad that he's on there because he's very entertaining and engaging. Yeah. Seems like a really nice guy, for sure. Uh, so, John, you've been covering the Habs for a long time, man. You've seen the ups. The down. They've been really up and really down and everywhere in between. Um, so, Nick Suzuki on Monday gets named the captain of the team. Um, you've been around these guys. Your thoughts on that move? My belief, Rod, is that Nick Suzuki would have eventually been the captain regardless. Um, I wasn't sure of the timing of it how it might have shaken down because candidates like Brendan Gallagher and Joel Edmondson, who are the alternates to help Suzuki, those were names that were very much in the mix uh, as far as possible interim captains to keep the seat warm until uh, Suzuki was ready. But having said that, the Canadians, you know what, the, the new management group and Marty Saint-Louis, they've been observing him. Uh, they're well aware of what he had accomplished in his two seasons prior to the house cleaning that took place uh, starting late last fall. And they, they've thought very highly of Suzuki, not just of what he does on the ice, but the way that he interacts with his teammates, his demeanor. He's very calm. He leads by example. A lot of those qualities that we see around the sports world of guys that are uh, the, the, the leaders of their clubs, whether they're captains or whether they're just acknowledged as the, uh, the, the, the guys that take those dressing rooms uh, by the neck and drag them into the fight. Um, and Suzuki, he's a very uh, soft-spoken, uh, exterior, uh, placid type of individual on the exterior. But you can see his competitiveness, is his fire on the uh, on the ice, in the way that he uh, he has the ability to seize the moment, take charge when the uh, when it's necessary. And uh, Brendan Gallagher, when he when Suzuki was introduced as the captain, said that as early as the playoff bubble in 2020 in Toronto. Gallagher noticed that Suzuki had the makings of a guy who could eventually be captain just in the way he that he elevated his game at important moments. And so Gallagher says that Suzuki's a guy that the entire team follows, that guys respect him, they like him, 
they uh, they believe in 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 what he's accomplished so far and what his potential holds for the future. Because I mean, hey, the guy's only three years into his into his uh, into his career. He's starting the first year of his eight-year deal with the Canadians. That'll make him the highest-paid skater. So there's a lot on his plate, a lot on his shoulders. But Suzuki is the type of guy that's, um, you know, he believes firmly in his abilities and his potential, and that's, uh, I believe, I think it was a really good choice. And it was, he was the natural choice. And the fact that the Canadians are in a transition mode uh, where more young players are going to take on more significant roles with the team, he is an ideal guy, an appropriate player to be, uh, to, to wear the C, to, to take them into this new era. I love hearing it. Youngest ha- captain in Habs history is saying a lot, and for them to say that he er- he deserves it is fantastic. Now, I saw the Habs play twice here in Sunrise, and I can't wait to see them again. But when I saw them, John, I'm like, I can't believe how young these guys are. I'm like, they look like the best American Hockey League team. Um, what is the outlook? Let's be honest with you. I mean, are they? Tr- they're not trying to tank. Obviously, they signed, got acquired Kirby Doc, and they made this move with Nick Suzuki. But what is the honest outlook? Are they expecting them to make the playoffs in Montreal this year? Well, they expect to. Or at least the players do. I mean, at the golf tournament on Monday, Joel Edmondson uh, said that he said that the rebuild was last year. That they're ready for the next step, and that their mindset, the players' mindset, is that they want to make the playoffs this year season rather uh, now whether that's realistic or not you look at the roster you look at it on paper you look at the competition in their division and uh, uh, the other Eastern Conference competition and I find that it's hard to believe that they would compete for a wild card position quite frankly um, but uh, having said that um, yeah they added Kirby Doc who has quite a bit to prove in his young career coming off the injury issues that have plagued him through the uh, through the early stages of his uh, of his time in Chicago uh, a bit of a I don't want to say a reclamation project but certainly much to prove in the case of Sean Monahan as well coming off of hip surgery um, you know that's a guy that'll he'll start shortly into the regular season but he um, his time he had such a he had such good years in Calgary it was a shame shame to see things end the way they did. But having said that, he's getting a fresh start as well. They are loaded um, up front. They have a surplus of forwards. And so there's going to be a really interesting, um, uh, I wouldn't say a battle so much as just a attrition that, that's going to happen in the training camp in the preseason with respect to their, their forwards. So they have a lot of options. Their defense, not as much. Um, they're a little bit thin on the right side as far as right-handed shooting defensemen are concerned, and they they potentially would have a couple of young guys stepping up and seizing jobs uh, to start the season as well. So uh, there's a little bit of transition going there, uh, going on there. Uh, and in goal, we've known for over about a month now when Kent uh, Kent Hughes made the Sean Monahan deal, he outright admitted to the to the media that Carey Price is not going to start the season. Um, that's, there are serious concerns as we all suspected that's, that his playing days might be over, that he might have to consider another operation on his, uh, on his, on his knee, uh, that certainly would not provide any guarantees about whether he would be able to resume his career, especially considering how much time will elapse between now or well, the end of last season and when he would get a potential second p- procedure and then he, w- rehabbing it and trying to play again. So in goal, they're going with Jake Allen and Samuel Montembeau, 
And um, so uh, there are, it's a squad that, that is in transition in, in some ways, but also a little bit thin in certain areas. And, and so the club, uh, yeah, it, it's not a tank. There certainly is incentive to not do very well simply because of who's available in the top five and next summer's uh, entry draft. But uh, uh, the fact of the matter is, is that internally, players still feel that they, uh, that they can make some noise. But management, they would never admit it. But certainly the fact that they're committed to development, and they've said so much. It's Kent Hughes and Marty St. Louis have both said that they're not willing to sacrifice development of the young players in exchange for short-term wins. So if that isn't code for they're okay with losing a lot of games, I don't know what would be. Yeah, well, I think they are. And it, it's like the Pats saying they're not going to trade Connor Bedard. I'm like, um, okay, but you might have to be forced to. John, always a wonderful update. I love seeing you, man. Love the coverage, as always. Keep it up and um, enjoy the fall when the games are getting a lot of fun. Thank you, Rod. Appreciate it. TSN Montreal's John Lou. Sports update when we come back and a viewer takeover. It is the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Okay, I'm going to jump into a sports update here. Not a lot of time uh, in this segment. The Blue Jays start Ross Stripling against the Tampa Bay Rays. Drew Rasmussen as Toronto and Tampa meet for the fourth time in three days at Rogers Center today. The Jays beat the Rays 7-2 to gain a doubleheader split between the two AL wildcard contenders Tuesday night. In the NFL, Rodrigo Blankenship's tenure with the Indianapolis Colts is over. Team officials announced they waived the kicker. Tuesday, two days after he sliced a 42-yard field goal to the right in overtime of Sunday's game at Houston. The miss cost the Colts a win, and apparently Blankenship, his job, Indy and the Texans settled for a 20-20 tie. Interestingly enough, I'm sure you all saw this, Matt Ryan, now the quarterback of Indianapolis, had spent his whole career with the Atlanta Falcons. In 222 career games, he'd never been in a tie. His first game of the Colts ends in a tie. Amazing. Game five of the Man Cup will be played tonight in Peterborough, Ontario, as the host Lakers entertain the Langley Thunder. This is the National Senior A Lacrosse Championship. The series is tied 2-2. And in Major League Soccer, Vancouver Whitecaps host the LA Galaxy at BC Place tonight. The Whitecaps have lost three straight games heading into the match. Vancouver sits 12th in the West and 10 points out of the final playoff spot with four games remaining. This uh, sports update, I have it, is for Ito Japan. Ito Japan's fast and friendly service plus online ordering options is easy and convenient when you're on the go. Uh, Okay, what's popping here? We got a couple minutes left in uh, the chat. You guys got to tell me what I missed here. What do you got? What do you got? Is this tuna? Who's, who's, it is tuna? Okay. All right, tuna. Our producer today's nickname is tuna. 
You guys in the comments are talking about the Dudney Strip. I was talking about the Roy Shivers era with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Everybody loves those stories. Wayne in BC says, don't remind me, Rod. Those were interesting times in Ryderville. We got to uh, delve into that an hour or two when the Moose rejoins us. Last minute of play in hour one. Last minute of play, Tuna tells me. Tuna melt. Um, here's the thing. I forgot most of the stuff about Shivers. And again, the last time we talked, he hung up on me. But that's okay. I said to Moose last hour that in SAS, people don't get over things very easily. And when it comes to the football team, they don't get over them at all. But the one thing that I've learned here is I'm over it all. I'm over all of it with what it pertains to me. And uh, I think you can all see how happy that I am. You got to get over stuff. Today's life lesson number two. No charge. And uh, Jim Lang, our NFL analyst, Canada's foremost NFL expert, will be with us as well to talk week two in the NFL. Stick around after this break, everybody. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.